for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord strengthen and encourage you today as you spend time in His Word. What do you enjoy doing on your days off? Everyone needs time to rest and recuperate after a long week of work, school studies, or whatever things we must do during the week. Without a time of rest, it can be easy for us to burn out, feel tired and weary, unable to keep going as we feel like we are running on fumes. Maybe some of us out there right now are in need of a long vacation, but sadly we are unable to do so because of all the work and responsibilities that we have. For pastors, our days off are usually on Mondays, and this is a day we spend time with our families, get some chores and errands done, but we also take time to be rest and rested and refreshed so that we can be ready to do ministry for the upcoming week. Many times it feels like this day goes by too fast, but we are still thankful that we are able to rest and experience spiritual and physical renewal in God. In today's passage, we see God's command regarding the Sabbath, its importance, and what the Sabbath represents. So let's take a look at today's passage now. Exodus chapter 35, verses 1 through 19. Moses assembled the whole Israelite community and said to them, These are the things the Lord has commanded you to do. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day shall be your holy day, a day of Sabbath rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it is to be put to death. Do not light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. Moses said to the whole Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who was willing to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins dyed red, and another type of durable leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. All who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle with its tent and its covering, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the ark with its poles and the atonement cover and the curtain that shields it, the table with its poles and all its articles, and the bread of the presence, the lampstand that is for light with its accessories, lamps and oil for the light, the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the curtain for the doorway at the entrance to the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with its bronze grating, its poles and all its utensils, the bronze basin with its stand, the curtains of the courtyard with its posts and bases, and the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, 
the tent pegs for the tabernacle and for the courtyard and their ropes, the woven garments worn for ministering in the sanctuary, both the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests. Welcome back to Living Life. In today's passage, we see God's command to observe the Sabbath and also His call to the nation of Israel for the people to bring contributions for the building of the tabernacle. Now regarding the Sabbath, God commands the people that for six days work shall be done. Work for the tabernacle, work for their daily chores, and other work that needs to get done. However, on the Sabbath, no work is to be done. It was a holy day set apart and devoted to the Lord. It was not a day to be spent doing common chores and tasks. It is a Sabbath of rest, rest from worldly labor, a rest unto the Lord. We can see the origin, origin of the Sabbath back in Genesis chapter 2. In verse 2, we say it says, And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. Now, God didn't rest because he was tired. God doesn't get tired. God is all powerful. He can keep going and he was always at work. But by resting on the seventh day, after he created everything in the heavens and the earth, God set the example for us as his creation on how to spend and enjoy a day of rest from work. After a long week of work, we all need time to rest, to be refreshed and renewed both spiritually and physically. The Sabbath is a time for all of us to rest in the accomplished work of Christ on the cross, to be thankful, to praise and worship Him as one body in Christ with other believers. The Sabbath law finds its fulfillment in Christ. Christ finished the work on the cross so that we could rest in Him. We cannot earn salvation through our works. There is nothing we can do. Salvation is only through Christ and Christ alone. And that is what the Pharisees could not see when they accused Jesus of breaking the Sabbath when he healed people. They missed the whole point of Sabbath. No one can keep the law perfectly. So Christ came to fulfill the law perfectly on our behalf so we no longer have to work and labor to keep the law in order to be justified before God. We have been called to, holy, called to holiness by rest in Christ through what he has accomplished. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For we who have believed enter that rest. For those of us that believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we enter into the rest of Christ. So how serious was the Sabbath to be observed? The penalty for those who broke it was death. Now, at first glance, this may seem like a very stiff and harsh penalty. What is the reason for this death penalty? Keeping the Sabbath was a sign of obedience to the covenant between God and His people. So failing to observe the Sabbath was a break in the covenant. And breaking the covenant was punishable by death. By breaking the the by not keeping the Sabbath, you were basically saying, God, I don't want to keep covenant with you. So those who keep the Sabbath showed their faithfulness to God. 
Even important work like building the tabernacle is not more important than worshiping God and keeping the covenant promise. The death penalty for breaking the Sabbath points to the fate of unbelievers, those who refuse to enter God's rest through Jesus, through what Christ has accomplished and finished on the cross. Because of the new covenant in Christ, we as believers no longer are bound to keep the legalistic requirements of the Sabbath, but we are still to make time to worship and honor God. We are to make that a priority in our lives. Worshiping God must be more important than our jobs, our school studies, even our family members. Worshiping and honoring God must take precedence over everything else. By doing this, we acknowledge that Jesus is the Lord over every aspect of our lives. Also, the Lord commanded the people to bring contributions and offerings for the building of the tabernacle, but He wants them to be free will offerings, donations from a generous heart. We give our offerings to God as a small token of our love and gratitude for all that He has done for us. This shows that God is our greatest love and that we love Him more than anything in this world. It is also a sign of our trust that God is our provider, the one who provides everything that we need in this life. And indeed, God is the one who provided for the Israelites. If you remember, when they left Egypt, they took with them the spoils and riches of Egypt. Whatever they asked for, they were given. So in a sense, they plundered and stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. This is a call for all of us to give our skills, our talents, our possessions as a pleasing offering and sacrifice unto the Lord. We are all called to use our skills and talents to serve God as well. We have various gifts through the Holy Spirit. We are not meant to keep these gifts to ourselves, but we are meant to use them to serve God and build up the body of Christ. We see in today's passage how the nation of Israel rested in anticipation of the Messiah's promised rest that was yet to come. We, today, are called to rest in the finished work of Christ. The Sabbath points to our spiritual rest in Him, where we will be with Him forever in heaven. Jesus is our Sabbath rest, and the death penalty is for those who reject God's Sabbath rest in Christ. God has also given all of us the call to work and build His kingdom here on earth with the offering of our possessions, our time, our talents, and our skills. We are called to give ourselves in service to the Lord. So I want to encourage all of you, my brothers and sisters, to pray about how you can have a willing and generous heart to give and offer yourself to the Lord, to show Him that you love Him more than anything in this world. How are you serving the Lord in your life today? Are you also taking the time to rest in Christ? I hope and pray that all of us can take time in the midst of the busyness of our life and our schedules to take time and rest in His presence, prioritizing time to worship Him and be with Him as we look forward with great anticipation to our final rest in Christ when all things will be restored. Let us pray. Father, we thank you how from the very beginning you showed us what Sabbath rest means and what it 
the importance of taking it, Lord. We pray that all of us can observe this day of rest where we rest in the finished and accomplished work of Christ. It is finished, as he proclaimed. We can do nothing to save ourselves. It is only through the work of Christ on the cross. So we pray that we can rest in you, Father, as we look forward to our final Sabbath rest when we spend time with you and be with you in heaven. I also pray that for all of us, that we can offer up all of ourselves to you, that we serve you with our gifts, our talents, our time, our contributions, everything that we have, Lord, may we give unto you out of our love for you. May you use them in a powerful way to build your kingdom. We thank you that you call us and you want to work through your people as your vessel and your instruments. May we be used in a mighty way to glorify and honor you in all things. We love you and we thank you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Single soul, the